Welcome to Kingdom Perspective Broadcast, the teaching ministry of Dr. David Ogaga. We believe that this message is going to open up the seals and cause you to have a deeper revelation into the Word of God that will make you see beyond the letters in the Word. Here is Dr. David. Honor in self-development. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you. Here again, God, we come. We want to receive instruction from you. We want to come to that place, Holy Spirit of God, where your word We bring the transformation that is needed. And open doors for us. Open ways for us. And that even doors that are shut, by way of our thinking, might be open as enlightenment come into our spirit. Help us, Father God, in Jesus' name. Amen. So, honor in self-development. For me, this is very, very important. This is very, very crucial. Um, <laughs> they were asking me, the usher was saying, Daddy, why did you come late to church? <laughs> you can't understand. I did all my job yesterday night. You know, I study ahead of time. But as I was tricking my bath this morning, the Lord said, no, that is not where you should go. This is the way you should go. So I came out again after a shower and started doing what I'm doing now. For you, and that's the love of God for your life. I believe that. Hallelujah. So honor is self-development. Proverbs 22, verse 29 is a popular passage that we've written before in this place, but I need you to read it. See thy man diligent in his business, he shall not stand before kings. I mean, shall stand before kings, he shall not stand before me, men. Take it from the NIT. NLT, let's see. NIT will tell you, do you see any truly competent worker? That's the key word, competent worker. They will serve kings rather than working for ordinary people. Competent worker. Now that, that tells you something. It's important that you develop yourself. It's not just enough to be a worker. It's not just enough to learn a trade. It's not just enough to own a business. There has to be competency in whatever that you do. The competence skill you bring into it creates a brand that makes it completely different from other people. You may be doing the same business, but you may have a brand in that business, and people start looking for it. I used to have a, a tailor in this town. I think it's still in this town. When uh, around 1996, we're thinking of making a suit. And they told me there is one, I think it's an Isako man, over there at the main market. They call it Oris, Oris Tailors. I don't know. How many of you know of that guy? He sold suit. And if you go to that man to get a suit, you pay through your nose. His suits are not just what he gives to ordinary people, in quote. Men order the suit, Oris Tellos. He's just specialized in suit, and people go there. Lawyers and several other people go there. But it's a tailor. So there's a big, big difference between a tailor and a tailor. I don't know if you're getting that. Praise the living God. He is a tailor, but he's skilled in what he's doing. And guess what? People of a class, they go there. Not everybody goes there to buy suits. No, not everybody. Men with class, they go there. 
Aristelos. That is what I mean. You will serve kings. You will serve men that matters because of your skill, because of your competence. I don't know if you're getting this. Yes. When you begin to develop that skill and competence in your business, you come into the place where those will be patronizing you are men of a class. That is why it is important you develop yourself. So even having known what to do, you should do it extraordinarily well. Not just doing it. It has to come to a place where it has a grade. I, I went around a few months ago, passing through, I, actually I wanted to buy, I think a medication, I can't, can't remember, one of the, the pharmacy in town. But the next time I went to that place, the whole place had been changed. Oh man, you need to see the whole place completely changed from the way it was before. The arrangement of the products, the arrangement of the creams, you will want to buy. Same thing with a sister at Ejebade, where I used to buy my pomade and so on and so forth. I went there the last time, she had Change the whole place. Different shelves. I mean, you need to see arrangement. It's not a matter of uh, somebody wants to buy something. What do you want to buy? I want to buy pomade. Okay, wait. And then you start looking and searching. Where have these children dropped these things off? You are not competent. You don't have understanding about life. Praise the living God. You need some skill. You need to develop your skill. Having gotten the skill, develop it. Bring it to a place where kings will look for you. I told us the last time, I had a friend who used to talk to me. He said, you travel the nations and yet you don't take us along. I said, I don't just travel. People call for me. You don't see me wake up, take my passport and go to the airport and buy. Where am I going to? Nowhere. Now that you see me, I bought a ticket, I'm going for a conference. When I travel, I don't go for conferences. I go to speaking conferences and people have what they are looking for that they find I have. But we are all pastors. I don't know if you are getting this. You have to develop yourself. You have to create certain things that people have never seen. Therefore, they will start looking for you. Praise the living God. Let me use this. You see, Maxwell, sorry to say, but I got to say that. He sent me his schedule in Tanzania. He just came back from Ghana. Men asked him to come to Tanzania. From Kenya, he moved to Tanzania. When I saw the schedule, itinerary, his itinerary in Tanzania, I just said, God, thank you. Why? They heard him preach on this year, Timothy, in Kenya. They saw some of his material on Facebook and they asked him to come to Tanzania. What's the next thing? They bought him his tickets. Men who are diligent in their business. So anything you are doing, sit down and do it well. Men will look for you. No devil can stop you. No devil. And I mean it. Look at our, our big brother here. Dr. Brown. Let me use this language. Don't be offended. He was a mere nurse with an MPC. When he came to the fellowship, he was a nurse. And at this stage, he came to me and he said, should I go? I want to contest for Pengasan presidency. 
I said, please go. He went and he won. Become president of Pengasan. Now, they move into Abuja. From Enos, they move into Abuja. To NMPC Towers. From there, to manager and all that. Not just that. He developed himself, set up mediatory uh, 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 platform, and now he has retired. They are paying him his retirement, but he doesn't stay in this country. Why? They call him for mediation all over the world. His mate with whom they have retired, they are at home. Waiting for government pay for them to buy Gary for their children. But now he doesn't stay at home. So listen, when you develop yourself, you see future. You're building a foundation. You are laying a foundation for your future. You can't retire and just sit down at home. I mean, record how did those who retire, they die very quickly. How many of you understand that? I've read that. I don't know how far that's true because there's burden. When they are not working, they are not doing anything. They feel so burdened. Some people get to depression. They age faster and they die quicker. Where are they going to retirement? Those in the village where they retire, what do they do? Wake up in the morning and pull draft and begin to push draft. Huh? Push, push draft. Hey, I win you. You win me. I mean, that's what they do. They do all of that. They go to eat. Evening time, they sleep. And maybe they make extra baby. And that's what they call life. Before you know, they are dead. But here he is. I know of itinerary. Every now and then, it's over. Flying in the air. Why? Because he set up something beyond what he was doing. See a man diligent in his business. He shall stand before kings. Not mere men. What are you doing with your life? What do you think you can do with your life? What do you have now that you are doing? How are you developing what you are doing? How are you bringing competence to what you are doing? How are you improving on what you are doing? Think about it. Even if you are selling fish, there is a way you can arrange your fish. Anytime I pass, I see the women selling fish. There's a way they arrange it. Don't based on prizes. But you see the arrangement, you will love to prize. I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying. It's not they're not bonding everything together and say, I won't buy a fish. Okay, this one, no, this one, and uh, this one. No, 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 no. Everything is in precision. See a man skillful in his business. He shall stand before kings and not before men. Listen, the difference between truly a rich man and a poor man is the ability to use the brain. God gave this brain to us. To God ourselves develop in life. I gave you a story some time ago. Two twins. Twin babies, the same womb, the same father. One became a medical doctor, the other one have nothing to show for it. Yeah. Are you going to call a devil for that? They have had nothing to do with the man that have nothing to do with his brain. One is a medical doctor. Now, if that twin brother is sick now, they're going to take him to the hospital of the medical doctor. Your brother will start treating you and then you have to pay. Because when relations don't pay for business, he dies. So you should pay. Praise the living God. I don't know if you follow what I'm saying. And that's what we do in Africa. Everybody is a, is a, is a, everybody is a brother. Even the one who is not your brother. By the time you go to the shop, say, don't you know oh, uh, Okoro? Okoro, that's the grandchild of uh, uh, Chukwemeka. 
now my senior brother, my brother, now I bond you. You are trying to introduce your great grandfather so that they can remove some bills. You have to pay. When relation don't pay for business, the business dies. So don't bring Okoro and uh, Chukemeka into the business. No. Develop your brain. Be competent in what you are doing. Know it like you have to know it. Know it like nobody else knows what you are doing. You may be in the midst of people, but what you are doing is something that nobody else can replicate. Competence. That is honor. In what? In self-development. So you see this man. Uh, this is Brother Monday sitting there here. When I knew Monday, I witnessed to him. He was along this airport road. Repairing, uh, what were you repairing that? Uh, small generators or something. All these, uh, you understand that? He used to fix my gen along the road. The one they were doing together, that one has migrated into thin air. We don't know anything about him. But now, he grew from those small things, entered the big one, and on and on, and it's where he is today. The little things you know how to do, develop yourself in it, and you will stand before kings. Praise the living God. Go with me to Acts chapter 4, verse 13. Honoring self development. When you don't develop yourself, you'll be calling witches and wizards that they are the ones running you down. Nothing, no power. Listen, when you belong to Jesus, forget about all those stories. I've told you. Time without number, you can't suffer from a generational cause. It's not there in the scriptures. It's a lie of preachers that after you've known the Lord, generational cause will be following you. Not at all. You can't get it because it's broken in the life of Jesus. Acts 4:13. Now, this is when Peter, James, and John are healed the man by the beautiful gates. That they were going to worship. And people were amazed as to how they come to do this. In his reply, he said, When people saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they, had, they were unlearned and ignorant men, they marveled. But what's the next thing? They took knowledge of them that they had been with who? With Jesus. The men that were on land became men that were bold to speak to authorities. Why? The moment they became disciples of Jesus, they started developing themselves. They started receiving instruction through discipleship. We elevate you to a height that you speak to authorities. Look at the description given to them. On land, an ignorant man. But now they've been transformed. They're no longer on land. They are no longer ignorant men. They are not recognized in the society. Men begin to see them. Kings begin to appreciate them. What am I trying to make you understand? Oh no, in self-development, we bring you to a height that you least expected. Praise God. Are you still here with me? I want you to understand this. The training you receive in the field you have chosen to develop that training is vitally important. It will take you to any height in life. Height in life. Praise the living God. I used to know a mechanic in this town, ordinary mechanic. 
he learned um, Volkswagen B2. That was what he learned at Mogdemo Junction there. Now, you know, Volkswagen B2 finally faded out of the market. So he graduated from Volkswagen B2 to Passat. From Passat, anything that has to do with all of those products, he went through them. From there, he entered Mount Diesel. You know, tippers and trucks. He started working on those ones. I'm talking of a mechanic. What was the next thing that happened? Shell company got to know about him and they were now bringing a helicopter to fly him from here to the location to work on heavy machines. I mean, tell me where you think he will have been able to gather money to be flying. At least the guy was flying. Even if it is Focados, he was flying. How did that happen? He developed himself from just ordinary Volkswagen to start dealing with man diesel. What are you doing with your skill? Think about it. I believe in prayers. But prayers can deliver money. I know people talk about miracle money. Okay. I have no problem. You, you can try that too. I have no problem. All those miracle money that you open your phone and Naira will come inside and dollar will come inside. Thank God. Because they said Jesus asked Peter and then he brought coin. Therefore, miracle money. But be careful about that. Hallelujah. Be careful about that. Anyway, this is what I'm saying. They took knowledge that they have been with who? With Jesus. Now let me show you another example. A very simple guy. Simple three guys. Daniel chapter 1. Let's look on verse 1 to 3 or even 4. Hallelujah. In the third year of the reign of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, king of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, unto Jerusalem and besieged it. And the Lord gave Jehoiakim, king of Judah, into his hand, and with part of the vessels of the house of gold, which he carried into the, in the land of Shina, to the house of his God. And he brought the vessels into the treasure house of his God. And the king spake unto Avazas, the master of his eunuch. Eunuch are not necessarily those people who cannot make children. We need to understand this. Eunuch language means those who are actually serving in the palace. That's why in the book of Genesis, you also find that um, those, the eunuch that bought Joseph, they had children. So eunuch doesn't always mean somebody who cannot impregnate a woman. That's not the contents of the Bible. Understand this. Then the Bible said, Then he shall bring certain of the children of Israel and of the king's seed and of the princess. Or princess. Now, children who was listening to this, no blemish, but well favored and skillful in wisdom and cunning in knowledge and understanding science and such as had ability in them to stand in the king's place or palace and whom they might teach the learning and the language of the tongue of the Chaldeans. Listen to this. Even the natural king is not looking for people who are not skillful. He's a king of Babylon. He can make a choice. I need men who, who are cunning in knowledge, who are skillful in wisdom, 
who have understanding in science, what do you need such people for? In natural king. Hallelujah. Are you still there with me? It's important you get this because it's, it's key. Now you see, this young man demonstrated not only aptitude but also discipline. They have character that they combine in the place of service. But what's most important is what I want to make you understand. They have developed themselves before they were invited. Do you understand this? It is what they have already that qualified them to be picked. They were not picked to be trained. They were picked before they already have something. When you develop yourself, you will see yourself in the presence of the king. Remember the first scripture we read? He said, the man diligent in his business, he shall not stand before me, amen. He shall stand before kings. That scripture was fulfilled in the life of Daniel and his people. Why? They got skill, they have wisdom, they have understanding, and they have knowledge. You can sit down, spending all your days watching television, playing games. Huh? You know how many games they keep on giving to you on your phone? Play this one, you play that one. Another game comes out, you play that one, you play that one. You spend the whole of your day playing games. You can't develop yourself. Listen, you are not sowing into your future. You know why? Because if the opportunity comes, you will not be found. Even if they are found, you won't be able to perform. We are all now in the political era. If they walked into this church today and they said, uh, Pastor David, please, can you recommend somebody for us? We've seen what you're doing. We need somebody from your church to become local government chairman. Can I find somebody here? Nobody's prepared for that. I don't think I get what I'm saying. We will miss that opportunity. What about if they come say, okay, we just need you to recommend for us because we are a Christian. We want Christian people to come into politics or something. We need somebody that can become a counselor. A counselor. Who among us here can stand up to become a counselor? That's a problem. When you don't develop yourself, opportunity will elude you. That is life. You are not preparing yourself. You're just lazing out, eat the food, sleep, wake up. Ah, I don't know. That can't take you anywhere. Men are watching you. That's what you don't know. People know your capacity. That's what you don't know. An opportunity can come and because you have not developed yourself, you miss it. I don't know if you're getting this. If we come in here and say, there's a company that just came to town and they are employing tailors. They want good tailors who can work. They are not saying come to be trained. They are saying come to be what? Employed. So if you go there as a tailor, instead of cutting the thing straight, you continue this way. I mean, what happens? You'll be out of the show. Praise the living God. They ask you to measure your sleeve. You are measuring your sleeve. And you still want them to retain you? No. Holding the scissors. You are using five fingers to hold one scissors. <laughs> and you want them to keep you. That is time they ask you, please, please, please. 
You can go. We'll call you again. Skillful development. There is no trade or business you are doing where God is not expecting you to be fully developed. It will bring you to the place of honor. Place of honor. We are too lazy. We, we are not thinking. We are too lazy. Hallelujah. Praise the living God. Yesterday I was discussing with my wife. You see, the problem I got now is it's like the 24 hours is not even enough for me to do what I'm supposed to do anymore. She tried to calm me down, but I can't help it. Hallelujah. Few minutes I have, I can just nod off. And when I woke up, I'm on a computer. I have to walk. I have to develop my messages. I have to answer questions. I have to attend to people. Somebody said, oh, come on, why do you do all that? The night comment, when no man can walk. Why this day we got to walk? While I have this bread with me, I got to walk. I don't know when. Don't waste your time. Hallelujah. Are you with me? I'm encouraging you to develop yourself. I've seen ordinary professional photographers get engaged to presidents, to governors. How many of you understand what I mean? To become the oppressed men. Think about that. Photography. You understand what I mean? That this guy is a good photographer. They employ them to become among the entourage of which people, of the governors, as pressed people, just to take photo. You have access to the king or the governor just because you're a photographer. But not everybody can be that. Anything you are doing, develop yourself in it. Become a professional. Praise the living God. I will see here. So, this young man, the king said, Hey, come on, look for those children who have no blemish. Perfect, clean people. Well favored. <laughs> and skillful in wisdom. Cunning in knowledge. And understanding. Can we take another translation from this verse? Select only strong, healthy. I like that. And good-looking young men. That's why you need to keep yourself right. Now, it's important. You see, how many of you remember in Acts 6, they gave us condition of what to do. Choose men that have this character, have this character. You understand that? Have wisdom, have faith. Choose them. Choices are made based on the qualities and character that you possess. So don't ever think, nobody cares, nobody, no, 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 it doesn't mean I am myself, you will lose out. You will lose out. Good looking young men, not crazy young men. Good looking young men. Is anybody following what I'm saying? Because young men think they own the world. They live anyhow they want to live. Eh? In those days, we used to call it Africa. I mean, Nigeria is longer than Africa. You know what that means? You wear a shirt at the top. How many of you remember that? And you see happening today. Nigeria is longer than Africa. You wear, you wear your dress under. The one on top is shorter than the one under. So that's why it's called Nigeria. It's longer than Africa. And we think it's the right thing to do. 
you can't dress neatly. You think people don't see you? You think men who are looking for jobs don't see you? No, think about it. The way you dress in the street, can you appear that way in an interview and succeed? Never. Even if it's get man, they won't take you. Because the main impression you give that you're a criminal. You're a street guy. So if they're employing that company, you're going to steal all the properties there. You lose your job. Appearance. Young man. You say, and he said, make sure they are well versed in every branch of learning. Hallelujah. Well versed in every branch of learning. This is critical. Then he said, and gifted with knowledge and good judgment and seated to serve in the royal palace. Train these young men in the language and literature of Babylon. Men to be trained. Remember, the purpose of the training is so that they can be able to serve the king. We are talking about somebody who wants to carry a cup and give to the king to drink water. Look at the qualification. I mean, think about that. It's not just about, uh, yes, you, you understand that? Somebody to carry a cup of water and give to the king. So I'm asking questions sometimes. If an ordinary king could look for this, what kind of person will God be looking for? Just about any other person? I'm not sure. I will show you something. Go with me to Acts chapter 7, verse 22. Acts 7, 22. And Moses was learned in all the wisdom of the Egyptians and was mighty in words and in deeds. Moses was learned. Take another translation on that. Hallelujah. Moses was taught all the wisdom of the Egyptians and was powerful in both speech and action. See where Moses is coming from. He learned. Hallelujah. No matter the level of years or number of years he stayed in the palace, he wasn't just wasting time. He was being trained. Now all of this qualified him to be called by God. Hallelujah. In all the wisdom of Egyptians, who at that time, listen, as at the time Moses was in Egypt, it is on record that Moses, I mean, they were the most intelligent and best instructors in the universe, Egypt. Remember the pyramids and all of this in the build? Their geometry, their calculations, they were the best. Science, as at the time of Moses. Moses learned all that. So in the truth, Moses was a scientist. He was a mathematician. Moses was taught arithmetic, geometry, poetry, music, medicine, and the knowledge of holography. How many of you know what is holography? The way the Egyptians used to write with curved letters. Moses learned all that. Hallelujah. It is said that ten portions of wisdom which came into the world, the Egyptians had nine. And that all the inhabitants of the earth had only one remaining portion. As are the days of Moses. And Moses went through all that before he became a pastor. Today, what we have, we are pastors who are just, we are not cooked. 
You understand that we're not cooked. Yesterday, Master wanted to teach a subject which I taught some years back on who is the Antichrist. He started, he finished studying my materials. He went on and went on and went on. And then he started telling me, he said that those things you taught their truth. Now, this man is saying the same thing. And this man is saying this. It became, all to about 11 p.m. yesterday, he was still studying one subject that he's going to teach. How many pastors will do that? No. Just carry the Bible and begin to shout. Say amen, amen. Say, I get it, I get it. No knowledge. How many of you understand that true knowledge equal to faith? As a matter of fact, for me, when you have right knowledge, you don't need faith. That may be her statement. But if you know what to do, what do you need faith for? If you know what to do, what do you need faith for? Accurate knowledge of your situation takes away faith. If God reveals something to you, that's all that you need to do. You walk with what I have revealed to you. What do you need faith for? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the, by the word of God. By the time you've heard what God has told you, what's the next thing for you to do? Then you have knowledge. So what's the next thing you do? You apply knowledge, which is wisdom. Wisdom is the application of what? Knowledge. Faith delivers knowledge to you, and then the next thing you begin to walk on. Just like children of Israel go to the promised land. Manna sees. That was supposed to be faith. When manna was coming, we have faith. Faith for tomorrow, manna will come. Faith for tomorrow, manna will come. But when they got to Canaan, what happened? Manna ceased. So what's the next thing to do? Go to the farm and walk. Knowledge to produce, not depending on God. Knowledge to produce. There was honey in the land. The land was fertile. If you want to drink honey, go and get the honeybee. Get some honey from the bush. Honey is not going to come to the city. God is not a fool. After giving you skill, you still want him to do what you are supposed to be doing? No. Moses learned all of these things in Egypt. He wasn't a cheap guy. He was a man full of wisdom, full of knowledge. Praise the living God. I don't know if you are following me. You see, things are going around today in the world. Answer pastor, say, oh, that's not my concern. Blah, 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 blah. I just like speaking in tongue, a revelation come. Which revelation? You know nothing. You cover your witnesses with speaking in tongues. It didn't take you anywhere. Ask you to write down even what you have spoken now. You can't be able to write it. You have no understanding. You can't even interpret the things you are saying. And you want people to call you. You want people to invite you. You want people to come and speak to you. Not possible. In this city, one of the big city, big churches in this city, the, the pastor's friend is a friend of Maxwell. And so they were discussing one day. And he said, we know what your father teaches. That man is a great man. By implication, we can't even invite them to come and teach here. This pulpit will either qualify you or disqualify you because of what we are doing here. I don't know if you are getting what I'm saying. You can't be too cheap that we are a pastor. Look at Moses. He learned. He understood geometry, mathematics, physics, heliography. He learned all of them. Before God called him. Daniel and Cole, they learned before the king called them. Hallelujah. <laughs> Go with me to Mark, Matthew chapter 15. 
Matthew 13. Look at verse 51. Jesus gave them all parables. Parable of uh, so a parable of the parable of that. Then he asked them the question. Do you understand all these things, all these parables put together? They said, yes, we do. Then he added, every teacher of religion, religious law, who becomes a disciple in the kingdom of heaven, is like a homeowner who brings from a storeroom new grains of truth as well as old. What did Jesus say here? Anyone that have understanding. Remember, I was speaking to uh, what do you call him? Matthew was evangelist. He knew about the law. So anyone who is discipled in the kingdom, out of him will come from both old and new. So some of you say we don't need the Old Testament. We can. We don't need Old Testament. You have no knowledge. Simple. You can't divorce the Old Testament from the New Testament. You can't. Somebody will say, well, it's shadow. Do you have a shadow when the light is on? There's light. The shadow right here now. You will always cast a shadow. The shadow can lead you to the real thing. Praise the living God. And Jesus said, out of you, out of that individual, we come forth this life of the new and the old. Wealth of knowledge of the Old Testament and the New Testament. That is a man that is taught in the scriptures. You see, if you check the writings of Apostle Paul, 60%, I would say, of instructions were Old Testament based. Go and read it. First Corinthians 3, he said that. I mean, chapter 9. Hmm? Talk about the ox that traded out the corn. Remember that. Read the whole of those books. Any good structure, any good disciple, any good teacher must have understanding of the old and the new. God is still looking for cheap people. Get it right. So, if you are a minister, develop yourself. If you are a child of God, develop yourself. So that when people ask you questions, you give them references left and right from the Bible. Hallelujah. Hmm. I wish somebody can understand what I'm saying. Many sons of Christ who is instructed, taught of God in the kingdom of heaven, in the mystery of the gospel of Christ, out of his treasure, out of the abundance of that treasure, his granary or storehouse, he will bring out things old and new. Hallelujah. Because there's a small degree of knowledge of the Old Testament, have degree of what he's saying now, he combined that man. That's a mature man. A mature Christian is somebody who can harmonize the books. There is one book. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let me tell you this one more scripture and then we'll pray. Galatians 1 14 
Galatians 1.14. This is Paul. You remember he was a Pharisee. He was a lawyer. By profession. Become a Pharisee in terms of the law. And he said, I'm profited in the Jews' religion above many my equals. And I like this. He was a Jew, but he had a higher standard. He had a higher knowledge as far as the Jewish system was concerned. And that's where it should be. Amongst us, you should aspire to have something on your head. More than your equals, if you will. Not by competition, but the desire to know what is the mind of God. Look at that. Be more exceedingly zealous of the tradition of my fathers. Praise the living God. I just wanted to stop there. You can go back and read all of those stories. But I want you to see what Paul is saying here. Now, you know we've been told, when I was young with the faith, I remember one of the bishops was preaching one day when a meeting and he said, Hey, do you know why? Peter could not be sent to the Gentiles because he rejected the Gentiles. But that's not true. I will explain why it's not true. Go with me to Luke chapter 23 verse 38. This is when they crucified Jesus. <sighs> After they crucified him on the cross... Pilate wrote this and a subscription also was written over him in letters of Greek, of Latin and Hebrew. This is the kingdom. I mean, this is the king of the Jews. It was written where? In Greek with the coin language, in Latin and in Hebrew. Three major languages that were being spoken at that time. Guess what? Paul understood all these languages. He was learned as a lawyer. He understood all these languages. So what's the next thing? He was the most qualified person to go to the Gentiles. Peter doesn't have this. He's just Hebrew. I don't know if you follow what I'm saying. He's just Hebrew. He knew only Hebrew. But Paul understood Greek. He understood Hebrew. And he understood what? Latin. Therefore, he was the most qualified to go to the Gentiles. So those theories to say, Peter hated the Gentiles, that's why God missed him. That's not true. Peter was not qualified to go to the Gentiles. What is he going to tell them? He can't explain the scriptures to them. He can't explain the mind of God to them because he doesn't have their language. Are you following what I'm saying here? But Paul had all of this thing as credentials and God looked for him. Same way. Now the Jewish children, God looked for them in Babylon because they have credentials. Same way that Moses had credentials. What happened? God picked him. Friends, listen. If you are diligent in what you are doing, you are not going to stand before mean people. You are going to stand before great men. How many of you want to move forward? You got to develop yourself. Listen and listen closely. No wish can stop you. I see all those things, oh, one wish saw your destiny, he saw the star, and he tried to cover the star. Who gave him the star to cover? How did he get the star to cover your star? Where did he find the star? Star in the hands of God. How many of you remember in the book of Isaiah? He said, I've written your name where? In my palms. For any wish to cover your star, he must first open the palms of God. Why are you looking so cheap? 
God wrote your name in his hand and closed his hand this way. And then one wish come and say, God, open your hand. Open your hand. I want to take this one. And God gives it out. That's how, that's how religion has made you so low in your thinking. So low. And, and the worst part of it is, listen, even before I became a Christian, I knew from what my father told me, one of the wickedest and fearful spirits in all of that which you do is the spirit of witchcraft. It's a very fearful spirit. If you don't know, you know it. If you know a witch and you say, hey, listen, I know who you are. If you try it again, guess what? That man will never near your house. They are very fearful. They are very timid. So they walk by intimidation. They make you get afraid. As church project them, you are only shivering and they get all of you. If a, in those days, apart from now, they are carrying guns. If a thief come to your house in the night and say, "Hey, you have come now," what happened? It's going to start running. Am I correct? They will run. Once you discover them, they will run. But the church has so expanded the power of witches and wizards that you are now afraid. You are shivering, and that's why they capture you all the time. How many of you remember? I taught it here some time ago. I am one man that does not believe in witches. But I know they exist. What's the difference? You get the difference now. Knowing something doesn't bring it to fruition until you believe what you know. I'll give you a simple ex example of this. You see, why is it that all the Muslims and other people are not believers? But they know that there's somebody called Jesus. My mother was an, I mean, an idol worshiper. But he used to tell me, Jesus was more eh? What that means is, Jesus is, a child, Jesus is a child of God. She knew he wasn't going to church. But why was she not saved? She never believed. John 1 12 says, As many as believe, he gave power to become the sons of God. The power to bring things to pass is your belief. Not knowing. That's why a lot of Muslims, they know that Jesus, even in the Quran, I have a copy, they know that Jesus is a child of God, they know that Mary was a virgin. Why are they not saved? Because they don't believe. To they not believe, all things are possible. So if you come to start believing that witches are the one killing you, they will surely kill you because you open the door for them to come in. Stop believing all things that people tell you. Stop believing all manner of prophecies because listen and listen closely. Prophecies released to you which you believe and is not of God will definitely work. How many of you understand that? Be careful what you receive. Be careful the kind of message you listen to. No wish can destroy you except you believe. I know which he says this, but I don't believe in any witchcraft. I don't know. I don't believe. They can do nothing. They know. I know. Hallelujah. Your faith should tell you that no power in creation can destroy your life. For no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue that rises against you, die that you condemn. So why you are not succeeding in life? They all, witches are oppressing me. They put my star in there. Do you even know you have a star yourself? Do you even know you have a star? You first have to know you have a star 
before somebody can take it. Do you even know you have one? So, if you have one, what is your star saying? Tell me. You don't even know. So, how did you come to conclude that they took your star when you don't even know you have one? That's a problem. Religion. The next thing, oh, your, your father's pot in the village. Your, 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 the pot your father pulled down somewhere in the village. That is where the trouble is coming from. Which village? He that is born again into this kingdom is a new creature. All things are passed away. All things have become new. There is no power in the village that can hold you back. For as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Praise the living God, somebody. What am I showing you this morning? There's a place of honor when you are diligent in what you're doing. Honor in self-development. Develop yourself. Don't look for faults. Don't look for reasons why you can't grow, why you can't excel. No. If you're in business, think of what else to do. If this one is not working, pray. God will give you wisdom, show you what next to go for. If this one is not working, talk to the Father. Why is it not working? If God wants you to improve on it, he will show you. What's wrong with you? That you always complain things are not working. What makes you think things are not working? Because you are not developing yourself. You have no understanding of what you're doing. Praise the living God. I, I read in the newspapers online, there's a guy in Calabar. He was, I don't know if you've seen it. He puts on suit with a tie and carry bread on his head. He said bread with suit. Have you noticed that? Yeah, you want to buy bread, he puts it down, serve you, put the bread on his head, and it's on. So when he's going from He's leaving his house in the office. He said, I'm going to the office. He dressed like somebody going to the bank. Say, selling brandy is my office. And he's making money. He's making money. I read off another one. I think in the UK, they just sell bole, bole. You know what's bole? Plantain. And people come there to buy the bole. Oh, this African food is good. They come there. They are making money. Use your head. No wish can stop you. Why didn't the witch take their brain from, from, from UK, from Solimbole? You're just lazy. Money will elude you when you're doing nothing. But money comes when you're doing something. Because services are rewarded. Every service you render is what? It's rewarded. Are you getting what I'm saying? Don't sit down in one place and think that you can do nothing and you begin to end up so somebody is affecting you. Somebody, Nobody. You are a child of God, born of the Holy Spirit, filled of the Holy Spirit, alive in the power of the Most High God. No power can shut you down. Come on! Are you listening to me? Wake up! Those of you who have retired, think of what to do. Don't retire and sit down there. Waiting for peanut from the governor. And the governor has refused to pay you. Yeah, that's the system. Because you are depending on the governor to bring your monthly payment. The governor locked it up and used all the money for a campaign. So what are you going to do? You can sue the government. There's no money, that's all. But you got to get something to do. Use your head. Ahead of time, there are many things you can do. Several things you can do. Praise the living God somebody. Is anybody following what I'm saying? Have I helped you this money? What am I saying? There is honor in what? Self-development. When you are developed, 
when you develop your skills, when you develop your mind, people will literally look for you. They will call you. They will call you. I just gave you a story now. Somebody is calling. We need you. We want you. Why? They know what I do. They know what I carry. They know what I believe. They know where I'm going, I'm sure. No power can stop it. Why wouldn't a witch come and stop? Hey, don't call that man. Hey, don't write to that man. Let the witch go and hold their pen. Praise the living God. Or show that a computer so that they can reach me. It's not possible. We've passed that stage for any silly spirit to stop you from doing what you want to do. No spirit in creation can do that. I repeat, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Can I hear an amen? And every tongue, not some tongue, every tongue, every tongue that rises against you, thou shalt ye condemn. And this is the heritage of the servant of the Lord. And their righteousness is of me. It's me that make them righteous. Know what they do. Know what they try to do. Not religion. I made them righteous. First Corinthians 1 Corinthians 1.30, the Bible tells you, we have been made the righteousness of God in who? In Christ. Their righteousness is of me. So no weapon fashioned against them can do what? Can prosper. He said, they shall surely gather together, but not by me. And anyone that gathered together for their sake, they shall fall for your sake. They shall fall. You are not even seeing what God is promising you. You are just intimidating your spirit for nothing. God is saying, if they gather, they shall fall. If they rise up, they shall condemn. What is your problem then? Ignorance. Lack of ability to develop yourself to become who God really wants you to be. Glory to God. I love Jesus. I love the Holy Spirit. I love his power. I love who he is. Come on, stand up somebody. I just love Jesus for who he is. I love him for his light, for his spirit. I love him for the spirit of deliverance and freedom. I love him for who he is. Talk to your father at this moment. If there be any spirit of fear in your heart, begin to talk to the father. Thank you for listening to Dr. David Ogaga. We know you have been blessed by this station. You can share this message with your friends and loved ones. For more information, inquiries, and free downloads, please visit www.davidogaga.org or you can send us an email admin at gkai.net. God bless you.